this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is George DeMeo from iHeartRadio. Coach, nice. how are you, buddy? Nice to see you again, Pete. Hey, how are you, Falcon? Good to see you again. What's new? Hey, you know. There's a lot new. There's a lot new. There's a lot new. You're right. So, George, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got bit by the broadcasting bug many years ago. I think I got <laughs> bit pretty early because when I was a kid, I had a big backyard. Yeah. I lived in West Haven, and uh, I would throw, play baseball. There was nobody around. I threw the ball against the house or the, the, the bricks. Yeah. And uh, I would do play-by-play -play as I was doing the game even back then. There you go. I, you know, being a Yankee fan, it was always the Yankees. Right. And I would do my own play-by-play. -play. Actually kept score, too. There you go. I know. It was great, and I've been doing it ever since. There you go. <laughs> so... How, how long have you been broadcasting high school sports? Well, I started, I've been in broadcasting uh, 37 years. Okay. But I did my first game mm -hmm. uh, 32 years ago. I want to make sure I get it right. Okay. 32 years ago, I always remember my first game uh, because my good friend Paul Paselli and I. Oh, absolutely. You know, Paul, Paul Paselli oh, yeah. and I uh, did it together out in Brantford High School. Sure. My first game was in Brantford. And it was on a Saturday, and I don't know if anybody had ever done a game before on the radio there, so they had no room for us in the press box, so they put us outside. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no. put us outside, and of course, as you might expect, it started to rain. Oh, and no. of course, Paul and I were scrambling to get our equipment covered yeah. and everything, uh, but we got the game in. That was our first game, and okay. after that, we... We did them sparingly. We really right. didn't do a whole bunch. Yeah. I remember doing a basketball game, uh, but I was still going to the games. Yeah. You know, I was still going to games uh, in terms of covering the games and reporting on them the next day on the radio. Right. But the first broadcast was 1990, so 32 years broadcasting games, uh, 37 in the business. Absolutely. You like it? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to be able to go to a high school game, get a good seat once in a while. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe Paul is with another radio station down. He's down in uh, Bridgeport. Down in Bridgeport, that's right. Down in Bridgeport. Does that's afternoon right. drive. Yes, he does. That's right. I was with him recently, and we celebrated a few memories together. Yeah, you see, I've never met him, but he seems uh, like a nice guy. One of the tops. Is he? Best in the business. All right. Love working with them. We always work well together. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure in the during your career, the broadcast industry has changed. Well, it's obviously social media has taken over. Oh, yeah. And uh, now it's Twitter and you know, Facebook, Facebook yeah. Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, now they have uh, TikTok that yep. they started. You know, so it, it's all become social media. And you, I'll be honest with you, no matter hmm. what you uh, say, somebody is monitoring you, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Be very careful. Absolutely. Unfortunately, that's how yeah. it is. Yeah, no kidding. That's how it is. No kidding. Yeah. Now, as far as we're getting ready to kick off back to school season. Yeah, football. Which means for, for you, football. Yeah, football, How's broadcasting football, and covering soccer. Now, right. It'll be my... Uh, what third year doing that right. boys and girls soccer games going to games during the week and then of course football's on friday nights right for the most part uh and yes yeah, so we're getting ready it's gonna be a different interesting year 
with the new number of divisions. Yeah, let's CIC. talk about that. We were yeah. talking about that yeah, earlier. Before. but CIC is uh, now added two extra divisions, the double M and the double S class. Okay. So there'll be six divisions of football, and there'll be eight teams from each. So last year we had 32 teams right. in four eights, this year six eights. So we went from 32 to 48 playoff teams. <laughs> Just like that. My God. Just like that. So there will be six uh, state champions. Okay, yeah. well, that's gonna. It'll be interesting only because, you know, before there were like 34, 35 teams in a class. Yep. Now with the two extra divisions, you're gonna be a state champion of 23 teams. Okay. In your class, 23 or 24 tops. And my honest opinion is, it doesn't, it didn't bother me the fact they made two more divisions. No, that's what they want to do. That's fine. A lot of people, sure. a lot of people think, with such a small state like Connecticut, why do we need need six state champions? Well, mm -hmm. that's a valid point. Right. Um, the football coaches, on the other hand, if we took a survey, they'd probably like it. Why? <laughs> because they're saying, listen, basketball gets in, hockey gets in. With well, hockey gets in. If you're Division One, you qualify automatically. Right. For the most part, 16 teams make it in each division in hockey, no matter what your record is. Mm -hmm. And in basketball, 40% of your games get you into the state tournament, win 40%. So football coaches are saying, listen, we go seven and three, eight and two, and we can't get in the state playoffs. Right. You know, it's not really fair. No. So now 48 of 100 and maybe 39 teams that are in the state football mm -hmm. will get into the state playoffs. And it's going to be interesting because my feeling is eight and two, which didn't get in some teams last year, right. will definitely get in this year. I think seven and three is going to get in, and I won't be shocked if six and four get in. Really? Well, got to figure if there's eight teams and there's six classes. Right. They're not all going to be nine and one or eight and two. No. There's going to be. I, I, I'm very interested to see what the sixth, seventh, and eighth seed teams' records are in some of these classes. And again, I was, I was about to say, hmm. I have no qualm with the six divisions. No. My qualm is, you can have as many divisions as you want. You have to get the divisions paired off or distributed fairly. And I don't think we do that here. No? No. No way. As long as you keep putting the technical schools right. and the Pequot co-op schools mm -hmm. in with the big schools, right. that's not fair. No. They have no chance. None. I'm not knocking them. Right. I give them credit for getting in. Right, absolutely. But when Cheney Tech... Right. Or Prince Tech has to go play St. Joe's of Trumbull. Yeah. That's not going to. That's not going to work. No. And they just won't give them a separate division. They got all these divisions, but they, they won't separate these teams. I think we need a co-op tech school type of division. And let them have their fun. Let them feel what it's like to win a state championship. And... Mm -hmm. Play it on a Friday night mm -hmm. uh, instead of 
everything on set. Now this year, don't forget, you're going to have all these championships on Saturday, nah. six on Saturday. You're going to need venues, and I think they have that covered. You know, good for them. Right. And I have no problem with any of that. No. Play the other division, the tech schools and the co-ops. Play them on a Friday night. Matter of fact, I told Executive Director Glenn Lungarin. There said, you I'll go. Tell you what? I said I'll broadcast the game. Right. I'll do the game on Friday night. Right. And do you think these kids are going to care if they're in a separate class or they've got their own? Of course not. And if they think they will care, I think they're crazy. Right. I think as long as they win a state championship, they don't care if they play it at any venue. Exactly. They're going to be happy. Absolutely. They're be happy. Absolutely. So that's my only qualm with the divisions. I have no problem with, with number of divisions. They just didn't do it, divide them the right way. Right, and that was up to the CIA. Or the governors. I'm, well, again, basically done by enrollment. Okay. But I think there are teams that have to be moved out of their division and moved up because okay. it's not going to be fair. I mean, the two things, and I don't have them in front of me, obviously, but there are two things that stand out to me right now. In Class M, mm -hmm. I was regular Class M, by enrollment, I guess, Notre Dame of West Haven right. and Hand mm -hmm. are in that class. Now, they're both powerhouses. Oh, absolutely. Those two teams, just looking over the, the division, mm -hmm. how can they not be picked as preseason favorites right. to be in the championship game? I looked at the rest of the division, I'm thinking, uh, who's going to beat them? I'm not saying they can't right. lose. Uh, Notre Dame and Hand both play in the SEC. Right. That is a nightmarish schedule for anybody. Yeah. I understand that. But if they get in, I wouldn't want to play them. No. I think they're the class. I think the other is the Ansonia and Bloomfield. Again, they're both in class S. Okay. Come on. Nice. Who's going to touch him? Exactly. And I believe Daniel Hand in Madison has a, is it a new football coach or is it the same, same coach? last year. Yeah, he was there last year. I right. Becker? Yeah. Huh? Becker, yeah. Is it Eric? Yes. Okay. Becker's He's back. I know Eric. Oh, I do. Personally. Too. Great yeah. guy. He is a super guy. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In terms of, you know, again, their schedules are tough. Right. But for them uh, to play a regular season schedule, and as I said, Steve Philippone, oh, yeah. former coach at hand, I know, I used to tell me, he said, listen, if we are fortunate enough to get through our regular season right. and get to the state tournament, yep. we will already be battle tested by some of the best teams in the state. So oh. we can't play anybody that's going to be tougher right. than what we play during a regular season. Absolutely. Which is true. Yeah. You know? Steve's actually a personal friend of mine. Oh, he's a I, great guy. I'm a friend of, do you know Peter and I? Yes. Okay. I know Peter. You know, well, but I know Peter. Yeah, yeah so Peter, because Peter was the football coach at Morgan for a bunch mm -hmm. of years, and I was Peter's volunteer social media director oh, so okay. I, would, I would be running I was I would be the one running up and down the field oh, during yeah. the games tweeting the scores doing this doing that so Philippone was on his support he did staff. staff for yes, yeah he was an so assistant for a year that's right so Philippone would keep that's me right. in, keep that. me in check anytime I needed it well, but Sandy what are you doing they're, sorry coach <laughs> they're good people oh they're, they're good people they're, they're both great people and they have good pe they're good people and they have good programs absolutely good, that's why hand has been one of the top programs in the state for many, many years. Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't see it changing. No. 
I don't see it changing. And that, now the only bad thing Go ahead. about football yeah. and Fridays, the weather down at Strong Field, it could get a little, could get do, a little uh, chilly. You know, it's funny. <laughs> my, my staff, my, my crew and I always talk about it, and I'll say, <laughs> they'll say, Coach, if we're going to go to Madison, could we go in September, October, please? Oh, I'll go in November. No. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you're right. So I try to look for a game earlier in the season. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I always tell these teams, <laughs> and you cover the SEC and I'll cover the Valley. Yeah. And I even go to Meriden uh, if it's a big game or certainly down in Milford. Yep. Uh, I cover foreign law a lot. Yes, you do. Um, if there's only 10 weeks. So if yeah. I get to see your team once, you're good. Consider it lucky because uh, it's not like basketball or hockey no. where I can see teams many times. Right. Can't do it. Football's tough. No, exactly. What are you gonna do? Absolutely. Would you mind sticking around for another segment? Let's do it. All right. Well, we'll be right back. You matter. You matter. You matter. And your words matter too. Your words matter. What you say in the hallways at school or in the student section at a game matters. Words can be hurtful. Words can be offensive. Words can leave scars. Words can also inspire. Support and uplift. You and your words. Are they both important? As, As a matter of fact, yes. Community TV. Your neighborhood TV. Publicly funded and a reliable partner for cable companies nationwide. It provides transparent coverage of local and state government, education, and public programming. A digital town green that can be watched anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Watch us on today's high-tech distribution methods. Community TV in Connecticut. Local. Unfiltered. Reliable. And, and yours. yours. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with George, George DeMeo from iHeartRadio. George, welcome back. Glad to be here, Thanks, pal. Thanks, buddy. Glad to be here. You got it. George, so tell me this. Obviously, when you get ready for football season, yes. and you have a plethora of paperwork in front of you. I do. And you got to figure out, okay, there's 10 weeks in the season. How do you figure out what games you're covering? Well, Each week. You got a coin on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> now, it's uh, some weeks over the years. Yeah. Uh, and and you, you try to look at the schedules, mm -hmm. you know, as you go along. Yeah. Years ago, at one point, I used to, from day one, when I picked my games, yep. I always picked them week to week. Right. My, my counterpart who I, I always mention when I talk, Bill Ganillo used to be at WELI, yep. and we lost Bill way too early. Bill, unfortunately, they wanted him at his station over where I work now, ELI, they oh. wanted him to pick his whole schedule in advance. Well, <laughs> you can do that. Sure. I can pick a game every week, and then about week eight, he used to call me and say, Coach, <laughs> what? I got, I'm, I'm forced to do this game this week. It's 0-8-something against 1-7-something. I don't want to okay. do the game. I'm saying, hey, Bill, your station. I said, I can't, you know, I get to pick my games every week. And right. I will say this, in 37 years of broadcasting the games, whether mm. it be football, basketball, hockey, or baseball, softball, yeah. they've never said to me, never, 
this is the game we want you to do. Yeah, this is, and this quite is frankly, they wouldn't do it because they don't know. Right. In other words, they don't know the high school sports like I do. Exactly. So they're going to say, listen, you say this is the game. Now, right. it doesn't mean that every game you pick is always a barn burner. It doesn't yeah, right. work that way. Right. I mean, I hope it is, but it doesn't happen that way. No. But I'll look at the football schedule. Like I, And I can't say it on the show, unfortunately. Yeah, it's right. Because we haven't started yet. But I know where I'm going week one. Okay. I already know that. All right. And I will announce that on my preseason show okay uh september 7th all right when i do my preseason show right uh but i quickly you know you say okay i got week one i know where i'm going let's look at week two just for laughs yeah sure and i looked and i looked <laughs> uh -oh. i kept looking <laughs> and i said hmm. uh, where am i going nothing is standing out right and that seems to be the way it always is Either I go crazy looking for a game. I think you can do any game. I'm not saying I can't. Yeah. I would. But, Absolutely. Uh, and in week two, it's still early. A lot of times, week two is the week where I throw, uh, I like to say, I, give, I, give, I do teams that maybe I don't do later on in the year. Right. So I'll pick those teams. Might be a good, you yeah. know, good confrontational game. So I'll do it. But many times i'll talk to my crew mm -hmm. i'll give them choices of games i'll say what do you want to do you want to go here you want to go what do you think we should do and they'll give me their opinion uh and then and we go, you know we go we talk about it and the, the thing is the turnaround time isn't a lot because i do a game friday night and i gotta have a game picked out by saturday because i announce all the yes, games for the next week on saturday morning yes, show yes you do so for the most part, again, I looked at week two. I'm still looking at week two. Really? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, as I say, do I have a couple games? Yeah, I thought about. And then I'll go to week three, and I'll say, oh, look at this. I want to do this game, that game. Yeah. i got like four games I want to pick. Right. can only do one. Exactly. You know? But, and as you go along, hmm. it gets a little bit easier in that now you start to follow the teams that are having good seasons mm -hmm. and and maybe in the playoffs, so you start following them. Absolutely. You know, which is nice. Absolutely. Now, before we forget, we got to mention your crew. My Who crew, are they? Okay, my crew is is an outstanding crew. Uh, been with me for se uh, several years now. Uh, my color man at, at football uh, and basketball, hockey, and softball, though his, his forte, he played hockey. He's a Southington kid. Okay. But he, uh, he played hockey. Uh, but he loves his sport. He knows his sports. Great, great guy to play off of. Uh, and his name is Brian Goralnik. And sure. he's, he's just awesome. Awesome kid. And his technical work in the studio is outstanding is as well. It? Yeah. He's good people. He's a good man. Uh, my video man. And again, up until a few years ago, we were doing strictly audio. Yeah. Now we live stream every game. Yep. And we do it with our own equipment. Nice. The man who does it brings all of his own equipment. His name is Henry B. Enemy. He's okay. an ordained minister, lives in Waterbury. No. Uh, ordained minister has uh, uh, a young man who's going to high school this year. He's going to Crosby, as a matter of fact. All right. Um, plays soccer and everything. Great young man. And just let you know, when mm. Henry B. was ordained as a minister, yep. Brian and I, oh, we were all together in church with him on that Sunday. Never forget it. Singing, dancing, we're having a blast. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Uh, and so his name is Henry Bienemy, and he, he does all the video work. Okay. 
he keeps us on the air and the all keeps the feed going. Yep. Brian is always there to help him if he needs help uh, with the equipment and things like that. And uh, back in the studio, that seems to be the area where, you know, due to they, we need them other places. We yeah. had a young man last year named Dylan Oxton uh, who did his first full year with us. And Dylan Oxton, I, I think, survived every catastrophe <laughs> that could happen to a board op in the studio oh, no. in one year. Yeah, uh, there was a uh, basketball game last year in the middle of the game. In fact, I was doing a, and it was a playoff game. Oh, it no. was at, uh, jo we were at Jonathan Law. Oh, sure. And uh, right in the middle of one of the conference tournament games, all of a sudden, uh, and it, it was a rainy night, yeah. but there was thunder and lightning and everything else, I guess, outside. Oh. And all of a sudden, the studio got hit with lightning. Oh, no. All of a sudden, he said, Coach, I'm in the dark. We're off the air, we're in the dark. So we lost the whole quarter doing that, just trying to get, because we have generators. Yeah. Backup generators. But you got to get them on, get everything, get everything working back again, up back right. up and running. And uh, I, I said to him at the end of the night, we got the rest of the game on, I said, you know, if you can survive this, Dylan, I mean, you can survive just about anything. Yeah. And uh, so, but he... They move around the board ops a lot, so yep. it, I don't know sometimes week to week okay. who the board op is. Uh, something I wish gets solidified because you really want a crew that knows each other and knows what they come in and yeah. do it. I mean, Henry and Brian have been with me for several years, so they know they know the scoop. They know what right. it's like to work with me. Absolutely. Um, and I've listened to you for basketball and football, and they seem like really intelligent nice people they're good and they, they know their stuff they seem like brian really, knows his stuff yeah. and when he does hockey he's, he's yeah I've, his, I've listened to he, you and he brian knows his on stuff because he played for southington and uh he'll give up he'll tell the people of other things you know that maybe i didn't see or i don't pick up like he does right but i'll focus on other things and you know but he's real good yeah real good and you also go out and do soccer games my, uh, <laughs> I'm not making a face because I no. When COVID started and there was no football, <laughs> right? My daughter-in-law, no, bless her soul, absolutely, said because uh, they had soccer. Mm -hmm. He, she said, George, you should go cover a soccer game. I'm thinking, well, okay, okay, I'll give it a shot. Now I did that for a year, gave out awards and plaques and everything. Yeah. Hot dog. I didn't even give out. It's funny. The first year I didn't give out hot dogs and hamburgers. Oh, just boy. the plaque. Uh, then I talked to our man Eric Hummel. Mm -hmm. I said, Eric, listen, since I'm going to the games anyway, and I know I'm not broadcasting them, but I'm still promoting you, right. could I give out hot dogs and hamburgers for the soccer games? And he said, absolutely. So now when I go to a soccer game, girls or boys, yeah. I give out hot dogs and hamburgers and a plaque. Oh, there you go. And... Um, Again, picking those games out is not always easy because I'm doing boys and girls, mm -hmm. and basically I'll go to a couple games a week. So sometimes it could be two boys games, two girls, depending on the schedule, you know. Right. But I go out and see a lot of games, and the, again, and I don't mind ties no. if I were a coach. <laughs> yeah. But uh, giving out hot dogs and hamburgers, ties I usually don't give out any 
Exactly. So I always tell the the girls, I'm like, don't, no ties. No ties. Let's get a winner. No ties. No ties. No no awards. Exactly. You know. So. Speaking of awards, we got a we got a little bit more time left. But speaking of awards right. and speaking of hot dogs and hamburgers, let's talk about the partnership with George DeMeo, the show, and our buddy Eric Hummel. He's been he's my longest running high school sports sponsor. Yeah. When I started doing high school games. Uh, myself and our uh, account executive, senior account executive, Ross Cooper, who's still there today. And we work together still. He's the guy who puts it all together paperwork-wise for me. Gotcha. Uh, in the studio, uh, in the station. Uh, we went to Eric, and I proposed this to him about doing games and giving out Hummel hot dogs. And we've started with three pounds of Hummel hot dogs. Yeah. And then a few years into this, Eric said to me, I didn't even bring it up, he said, hey, let's give, we make hamburgers now. They make Hummel hamburgers. They've been doing it for years. I didn't know that. Oh, and they're huge. Okay. They don't shrivel up like hockey pucks. Oh, on oh the boy. Grill. They're great. So now we give out three pounds of hot dogs and three pounds of hamburgers. So we give out six pounds of free meat. So I do over 100 games. So he gives out over 600 pounds of of uh, hot dogs and hamburgers every year, oh, and he is just a super hu superhuman being. Oh, absolutely! To be with me, you know, and he loves when I talk about his product. Absolutely, game, you know. And I'll be honest with you, I don't have anything but humble hot dogs. And hamburgers, no, so no, that's the end of that. Absolutely, you put a humble hot dog on the grill. It's the it's the greatest thing in the world. Like absolutely, a, as my son says, it's like a carnival in your mouth. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I was. On social media today promoting the show tonight yes and he follows me on Twitter and oh he does he, okay. com he commented on my post of who my guest was gonna be tonight. oh did he really he was like make sure you tell George I said to say hello he's like he, he was like you're both you're both great people you're both assets Eric to the community a human being. he's like to stay with me all these years and give out you know and, and even now for the soccer games, the fact I don't broadcast them, yeah. th that he gives them out. Th I mean, and the kids love it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the kids love it. They'll say, come up to Henry if we're broadcasting yep. games. They'll say, they'll say to Henry, tell Coach, I want to win the, want to win hot dogs, and Henry. And Henry says to them, listen, he'll be glad to give them to you. You got to earn them. You just can't come <laughs> over and say, here you go. You know. And no. it's really kind of, it's really kind of, kind of nice. I love doing it. Absolutely. Kids love it, and I love it. Absolutely. I love doing it. George Shemail from WELI, we're out of time. Hopefully we'll see you again soon. You will. You got it. Thanks, bud. Time. On behalf of George DeMeo, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next week.